Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Who's routing your flights? Greenland to El-, El Salvador. It's only spirit nonstop. I just do the I just do their route. Whatever they wherever they go, that's where I go. Hey everybody, welcome to literally really fun one today. Nate Bargazzi. America's comedy sweetheart, as the Atlantic says, the nicest man in comedy who's selling out arenas everywhere. Super fun. Got a great uh, podcast that I love called Nate Land. Um, Here we go. Let's bring on Nate. Welcome, man. How you doing? Uh, Good. Good. Yeah. Living it up, man. You're living the dream. Where are you right now? You're in. Uh, I'm uh, in Nashville. Nashville. I, I was yeah. thinking about moving it, like everybody, thinking thinking about moving to Nashville. You guys don't need one more Californian there, though, do you? Really? Uh, we got. We have. I've one in my cul-de-sac, uh, <laughs> and then we. There's a lot moving, but yeah, we're, we're finding some. We're finding some room for you. Uh, yeah, I moved when I moved back because I'm from here. Mm, it was. Yeah. 2014 or something, but I moved back to Nashville. I didn't tell anybody I moved back because I was worried that people would think I've quit like the business. Because <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. it wasn't at like, not that, you know, Nashville is, I'm, it's home, but it wasn't as cool as it is now. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, a, I love Nashville. I love, I love everything about it. It's, it's even got an NFL team. Not great usually, but still it's there. It's like, it's got everything. It's it got everything. It's got, you know, Vanderbilt, you got the medical, you got the music, you got the food, you got topography. You can live like a kid. It's, it's so sick there. I, I mean, you know, I don't rule it out one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we got, uh, the Titans are building a new dome. So that's a big thing. I'm a big Vanderbilt fan. Uh, they're yep. building a new stadium. Vanderbilt baseball is the thing. Those guys it's legit. Legit. Mm-hmm. Do you go to baseball games? Vandy baseball games? I've been to them. It's hard. I'm on the road a lot, right. so yeah. it's hard to go. But uh, yeah, I've been following them. Obviously, I'm a. I grew up a Vandy fan. Uh, so before we had the Titans, you know, we didn't have pro teams. So college was is so big in the South. And uh, I was, so I was a big Vandy fan. So, yeah, it was nice for their baseball team to get going. And actually, like, we were like, you know, like Alabama football and baseball. Yeah. nice. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm good friends with Walker Bueller, you know, Dodger 
yeah. phenom. He's, he should be healthy any day now coming back. Big Vandy star. Um, where have you been on? Uh, you're, you're on tour now as we speak, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, going, I just got back from Alaska. Jesus. Which was, uh, yeah, yeah. Do I, I, need to go, I need to go to Alaska, right? I am bad. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, you got to go to Alaska. Like, yeah. I mean, I know you're on a tour, but did you get to to like see the sights or do anything? It was, this was a, a lot quicker than I wanted it to be. Our flight, we were supposed to fly in a day early and then our flight got delayed. And so we had to stay, spend the night in Chicago. Uh, but when I got there, we went on one big hike and we saw a brown bear, mm -hmm. a grizzly bear. Uh, so that was, that was really, that made the whole trip. He was pretty far away. Uh, but I was, that was pretty exciting. I think those guys have it. They, the fixes in, they're like, yeah, we got these guys. They're flying in. They're a little late. It's going to be one big hike. Hey, Bill, yeah. why don't you put the suit on and just go, yeah. you go up behind that rock. Okay. They're coming. All right. Cue, cue yeah. Bill in the suit. We, you'd never know the difference. You'd be like happy. No, I mean, I, we have binoculars and I mean, I, we could see him, but you couldn't see him that great. Is it? Yeah, it would be. It was the perfect distance. Yeah, and I couldn't. I couldn't see the zipper. Yeah, by design. You think they're stupid? Yeah. They they know yeah. they know how to build a business up there. They know. It was yeah. It was uh, Alaska's obviously. It's it's a flight up there too, man. It's oof. Uh, it was like a seven hour flight from Chicago. Oh, I mean, and so it's farther than you. Think. And then to L.A., it's like a four and a half five hour flight. And it, I always love it. Like it's light until like 10 o'clock at night this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, you, you just realize you like catch yourself, you know, you're like, all right, maybe we'll go eat dinner or something. You know, and it's like, it's 1030 and you're like, Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't realize that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, and then Australia, what do you only play where you're like, look, I'm only going to go on tour if I can travel eight or nine hours or 12 or 13 on a plane. Is that, yeah. is that your route? I think somebody need, needs to talk to you about better routing. They were, these, these shows were back to back. I have to, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, this was the first year I did. Like I went to Europe earlier in the year. And then uh, this summer is because Australia, it's their winter. Yeah. And so it was the first time going over there. So we went and it's you kind of like for comedians, we kind of have summer is kind of a downtime because uh, really it's a lot of music festivals and it's just a lot of outside stuff and we're more indoors. So you do occasional things, but uh, we, yeah, we went to Australia and uh, Australia, New Zealand. I mean, that's out there too, man. That's uh, it's you're it's surprising how big the world is when you fly that long. I shot a project in Melbourne and then all, and then through a, a bunch of places in Australia, I was there for like four months. And it is shocking. When you get there, you're like, there's a reason they call it down under. You feel yeah. like, you feel like you might as well be on another planet. You're so far away. Yeah. New Zealand's a four hour flight from Australia, which is crazy. It's, it's like insane. You're, you're like, what are y'all doing down here? What's going on? You see, you're the first people to see the sunrise. And you're like, oh man, it's it. And I loved Australia. I don't know if you. Oh, I loved it. My senses. I would. I no. That's the place which I'm moving to Nashville. But if I ever was like evicted from the United States, for sure, it, Australia's Australia it reminds me of what my, I would imagine California to be like in like 1964. 
Yeah. That's, what it, that's kind of the vibe. They I have a vibe. I told them when I was down there, they felt like they got discovered in 74. Like they have a vibe of that. Like they're just, uh, it was, I agree. I, I, you know how you always, you always think like, where could you go? Say the United States is like, uh, you got to move to somewhere else. Yep. I do think Alaska is not bad. Cause I think they could, they would just be like, we're our own thing now. And they're, and they're so far up there that they're, they could just do their own thing. But I, Australia was the first place I was like, I could see being out here, man. It's a, you know, you, when you fly, it's, it's like flying pre nine 11. So you, I did not show my ID to get on a plane. Really? Oh, no. I mean, you're doing the ticket. I, there's, you can go walk to a gate and you could just go have lunch at the airport and leave and not buy a ticket. In, in Australia, that's how they roll? All domestic travel because it was, you know, getting there, obviously you go through the whole thing, but when you start traveling, it was like traveling a long time ago you know, pre 9-11 where you could just go and, uh, I mean, you just popped on, you just got on. I, 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 we were like going like one, almost where we want to show someone our ID. Like, can we just, well, someone just look at it. So I feel better. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. So I know who I am. Did you go to, um, what they, they used to call it Ayers Rock. Now it's called Uluru. It's in the, it's the famous rock in the middle of right dead in the middle of Australia. That was fun. I went and did that. That was super cool. Yeah, we didn't. I did not do that. I went to. I was in uh, uh, Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, uh, Perth. Uh, and Perth is Perth is the most uh, isolated city in the world. It's just it's out there. I mean, Australia is as big as America. You know, it's like you fly it's a four hour flight across. Ain't much in the middle. Uh, yeah, because they're all desert. So yeah, it's pretty sick. I, I mean, but you you travel. All over the place. You've done armed, a lot of the stuff for the, I'm assuming it's the USO. I know you've performed for mm-hmm. the armed forces and you did Iraq, Kuwait, any, any other hot spots? Uh, we went to Djibouti and Bahrain first mm-hmm. and uh, I've been to Greenland. I was in Greenland for 24 hours because it was like they have one plane in and one plane out. If you miss it, you're there for seven days. No way. Yeah. It was dark the whole time I was there. So I, I saw nothing because it was just, it was the, Time I went was just pitch black dark. Is it true that Greenland is actually where the ice is, and Iceland is actually where it's green? Yeah, that's what they say. But I mean, yeah, we, there was it was ice, snow everywhere because it was their winter. So and it was dark for the whole time. Oh, yeah. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I got to have sun on my face. Couldn't do it. Yeah, that I agree. And it's uh, yeah, they and they have polar bears, so they. Like they have to be really careful at night because when it's dark all the time, I mean, you just walk around. They gave you a big coat that everybody had to wear to walk because it was so cold. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was there very briefly. Did some, then did a show, then went went back to. I think I went to. Uh, they must. They El must Salvador. They must that. be. The, they must be. You're, you're routing. Who's <laughs> routing your flights? They let me do it. I do it on my own. I go, this looks fun. (laughs) (laughs) Greenland to El El Salvador. It's only spirit nonstop. I just do the, I just do their route, whatever they, wherever they go. That's where I go. Maybe you're just getting on planes and maybe you just haven't checked. And then you're like, oh, I'm in El Salvador. Hey, I can do this. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
at this time of year, if you're huddled up indoors, you're looking out the window and wishing the sun was out, you can do some fun things out and about. I know where you need to go. I know where you need to go. You need to say goodbye to winter and the winter blues and visit sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. The weather in Scottsdale gives you so many different options of things to do indoors, outdoors. It's the golfing capital of the world, first of all. It's got 200 area courses. You can hike the Sonoran Desert, which is brilliantly beautiful. You could take a thrilling hot air balloon ride. When you're done, enjoy a meal at one of the many world-class celebrity chef restaurants. You can choose from one of over 70 resorts and hotels with heated pools, luxury spas, and you don't miss out on incredible upcoming events like the classic car auction, Barrett-Jackson, the WM Phoenix Open for you golf lovers. I know I want to go get in that stand for that par three at the uh, WM Phoenix Open. That's one of the greatest things you can do in golf. They also have the yearly Arabian Horse Show and Cactus League Spring Training. Hello, for baseball fans, my Dodgers are there. It's one of my great trips I get to do. So make the most out of winter by escaping to Scottsdale's slice of paradise. Plan your trip at experiencescottsdale.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You're notoriously um, like, well, the, you had that big Atlantic profile where you're the nicest man in stand-up. Um, it's so funny because I know there's a whole thing about being mean, being nice, right? Like, um, how do you decide what's a bridge too far for you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, there's yeah. comics are rough. And the, yeah. there's always been that lane of super rough, super controversial. And then there's always been people who, um, you know, are, are more in the, how would you describe your lane in the old days? of like, he doesn't work blue. Remember that phrase? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't like to make, like to make someone feel bad is the main, uh, I always try to make fun of myself. I'm very self-deprecating. And, and I mean, if I make fun of my family or my, you know, uh, it's, but it's all kind of personal. It's all through love. So if I am making fun of anybody, you gotta, I, I want you to know that I love them. And that this is all just in good spirit and good, uh, nature. So I never had the, I never really wanted like making fun of just someone. I, I, I just, it just, I, it's just hard for me to sell. I couldn't do it. Like it, it just wouldn't come off. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I mean, some stuff is, uh, most of my friends are 
dirty comics and they're, you know, they're, it's the, I think they're the best and they're very funny. But for me, it was like a lot of it is what you can do up there. What can yeah. you portray, you know? And so you got to do, you got to do you as close as you can. So it's not, yeah. So it's, it, that, that makes sense. So it's not like a, you don't have a real litmus test for it. It's just what you're comfortable doing. And that's, that's who, who you are. And, and you said the key, which is like, you know, you, you're self-deprecating about when one is self-deprecating about one's self more than anything, then you, you have a little bit more leeway. Um, you know, like I, I, I'm with you. It's like, I, I, I love making fun of myself. Love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we can't, if we can't make fun of ourselves, what's the point? Oh yeah. It's, it's super fun. You can really say anything. Uh, and you know, it keeps everything. It's, you know, personal, it's authentic. It's, it's like all the, or, you know, it's just, I don't know, you're just talking about you. So it's like, you just, it's easier to write because you're, it's just you. So. It's funny. People always say, well, he, he, he takes himself very seriously or he doesn't take himself very seriously. The phrase about someone taking themselves seriously or not, I feel is so backwards. It's like the people who take themselves seriously I then don't take them seriously because mm. I'm like, if, if you can't, if you're not in on the joke, the great cosmic joke of life, right, then mm. I think you don't get it. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of people in the world who are, are so self-serious and the notion that, that one doesn't take themselves seriously equating to them not being serious, I think it's the exact inverse. I think, yeah. I think the people who are, you know, who, who, who get it actually understand things way better than, than the people who are, you know, pretentious and, you know, like that. I mean, that's my thing is I, I, I have a hard time with pretension. It's my number yeah. one ick as they, as the yeah. kids would say, what's your ick? That's my number one ick. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, it's, you think like that, who do you think you are? Yeah. It's just like, I'm not, you know, I, I try to think a lot about like comedy is like, it's not, you know, it's a lot of stuff. It's not about me. It's about, you know, the people watching or the people, you know, what you're bringing, you're just kind of the vessel kind of moving it. And, uh, it, it helps to kind of keep, try to keep yourself grounded. I mean, you have to, cause it gets, it can get crazy. Who are your influences? Well, give me, give me, let me, let me rephrase it. Give me who were your OG influences. Like when you were young and didn't know anything about anything yeah. and you thought these people were funny and then give me your contemporary peers that you think are great. Uh, I was a big, uh, one of the first specials I saw was Sinbad, Afros and Bell Bottoms. Amazing. And, yeah. And it was, uh, cause he was clean. So we were allowed to watch it. And, uh, so him, I was obviously a Cosby fan, you know, a long time when, uh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Sy giant Seinfeld fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a TV show and, uh, his special and stuff and all that. So those were my big ones. Brian Regan was the first one when I first started comedy in 2003. He was selling out clubs and stuff, but he wasn't like huge yet. And I heard his CD and it was, it was the first time my eyes got opened up to like, oh, like I didn't understand. I was like, this guy should be the most famous guy on the planet. Like he's, I've never seen anybody funnier than him. And so that was the first time you kind of 
go like, oh, wow. Like that, you know, you're surprised to see someone that you don't know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then when I moved, I moved to New York, I lived in New York for like nine years. Uh, and it was uh, Bill Burr, Patrice O'Neill. Like it's, so it's so funny. You just, I was just about to interrupt you and say Patrice O'Neill. Oh yeah. I, I knew mean, Patrice. He was, I mean, that bit he does about be, not being able to spell. Yeah. Do you know the bit I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is one of the funniest. If you guys haven't listening, you know, go on YouTube and find Patrice O'Neill not being able to spell. It is, he was the man. Oh, oh. He, yeah, he was, I was fortunate enough to get to, I got a, a buddy, uh, Big J Oberson, who another one that's very funny, but Big J was friends with Patrice. And, uh, so I got to be around Patrice quite a bit and it was, yeah, it was very, very special, like, uh, seeing him and getting to watch him and, uh, just, he, he would just, the confidence he would have and the way he would take over. You couldn't ever tell if he was like making this stuff up. Cause you know, our, our just, or it was like tried and true. Yeah. Cause, cause when we all work on our act, you do the same jokes over, but the way he, he could mask it so well that you were like, I don't know. I can't tell even as a comic, if this is like, have you said this before? Are you saying it now for the first time? It was just that level of a comic. Yeah. 100%. You got the sense that there was no prep and he just wandered up and was himself, mm -hmm. which is a whole different thing. There's other guys who I enjoy equally where you're super aware this is a tight set. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a different thing. I, I, I have respect and like both of them equally. They're just super, super, super different. Yeah. It's what I learned from Burr and Patrice was a lot of, they're very conversational. It's like, you don't, it's almost when you write your act, when you do your act, you're not writing it out like word for word, like a script or something. You're, it's it's like the beats are all there and then every night feels a little different because you're you're just the way you get into a joke is different than because you you know the main part of the joke is the same right but you know if you can get into it it's like got a flow and it feels more like hey we're just talking and uh you know i think the audience like it just feels like they're hanging out and that's what you want to you just feel like you're hanging out with a guy that's um I'm assuming sort of what you're doing with Nate land with the podcast. It's just, you, you got your, your, your crew, you have people different. Do you have people on it? Um, I know you have guests obviously, but, but do you also have your like sort of homies? Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we don't, we, we really don't have some guests cause I have, there's three other co-hosts. So it's four of us. Oh, so you don't it's kind of yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to have a guest cause they're just, but if one of us is out, we will bring in a comic or whatever. And, uh, or someone else come fills in. So there's, there's guests in those situations. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's just us hanging out and talking. It's fun. It's like, you know, when, uh, I'm trying to do stuff with Nate Lane. I, I produced and directed, uh, some specials, uh, for, uh, Mike Vecchione, Greg Warren. And we have one, uh, Joe Zimmerman coming out on my YouTube and these comics work clean. Like, you know, not, they're all relatively clean, but not fully clean. And I've, and I've known them forever and they're so funny. And they're in, uh, all in New York and we all kind of came up together. And I was like, look, if you can just do it clean, 
because that's what, you know, because it fits with what I do. I was like, we could do it. Cause and I, I, all you gotta do is basically not curse. Like an audience doesn't, you don't, it's not, I want to make clean, not feel like it's this cheesy kind of, it's like, we're just doing yeah. our own little thing over here and of just not cursing. And it's a long, it's a long list of classics, Bob Newhart. I mean, it goes on and on to people who, who work in that realm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, what's your favorite rabbit hole to go down? Like on your, like my kids know my rabbit holes. Like I will go down a UFO rabbit hole with the best of them. Like my, yeah. like they, like when I get on YouTube and I go down a rabbit hole, I get people, guests on and we branch off into that. Do you have a thing that you find like, this is like the seventh episode we've talked about, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. We talk about fast food a lot. Uh, yes. We can go down that. Uh, we like some UFO stuff too. I like UFO and, uh, I, I mean, I had a joke in my last, the special, like two specials ago, because it was when uh, aliens is like, it is crazy that we're just like, everybody's really fine with these aliens. Uh, we're just really taking it in stride. Isn't it unbelievable? And yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you would really think it would be, I mean, they're, they're like basically going, we have the body and we're, none of us care. Nobody, nobody cared. No, no one cared. Literally. No, the government basically came out and said, yeah, oh, yeah, they're out there. We've seen the ships. We have some of them. We don't know where they came from. We got some bodies. And people are like, wow, that's great. Have you seen Vanderpump Rules? Wow. Yeah. What happened on that was unbelievable. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it just that we reached critical mass watching too much Star Trek and Independence Day? And now we're like, yeah, whatever. Of course, it's we've seen. There's just so much going on. I mean, you're probably a little bit uh, too much self-absorbent going on that you uh, we're just at a place where it's a lot of thinking about our own selves and not hourly because we should be like, that's crazy. We should be. That's crazy. Uh, but we're not. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I like Bigfoot, too. So, oh, brother. Yeah. But have you ever went and looked for Bigfoot? Because I have multiple times. Really? Because I would love to do that. I have not. And I would love to go. I've uh, like really can, get out there. I can tell you exactly where to go. And the good oh. news is it's very close to you, weirdly enough. Oh, wow. So in, in the border of Oklahoma and Arkansas. Yeah. Right in there is the most Bigfoot sightings per capita in the, in the smallest area. So you can go to the Pacific Northwest way more sightings, but it's a way bigger area. Yeah, yeah. This area, and I can hook you up with these guys, they, when I went with them, we, we um, my son saw um, one pe hiding behind a tree, like pe peeking back and forth through the yeah. night vision. Um, and I heard him. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. To, it's amazing to go out there and do it. People think it's crazy. I don't, I don't give a shit. I mean, it, it, yeah. I, I love it. It's, so that's the area to go. That yeah. is for sure the area and do your whoops. Or whoop. You got to work yeah. on your, your Bigfoot call though. Yeah. Whoop. That, yeah. You're there. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it going. Yeah, I like you, it. Have you ever heard the samurai chatter? Uh, okay. So Google the samurai chatter. It's, it's recordings of the, the of a, a couple of Bigfoot and they, they call it samurai chatter. Cause it sounds like a poorly dubbed Japanese movie. Yeah. It's so insane. Yeah. But um so we played that. 
with a, a just this insane speaker system all night long and then would listen for the responses. It was so, it, you, know, you know what it is? It's like, I did a show about this with my kids where we went out and did this kind of stuff. And it's like, it's just more fun to believe. Like, oh, what, yeah. what fun is it in going in? I don't want to do that. The idea of going out in a tent and smoking a cigar and having a beer with the guys and broadcasting Samurai Channel, Samurai Chatter, that doesn't sound fun to me. It sounds really fun to me. Yeah, yeah. It does sound fun. Doesn't it? Because it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're just out there. It's, your mind is off really everything. Yes. And in, in your, I think you have to, your, your belief and have to go like, man, something you just, when you know, like, something's out there, dude, that's, something's crazy. That's oh. crazy. Oh, I heard chest pounding, like, mm. literally like gorilla chest pounding and what they call lip pops, which I don't know if you can do it. And, like, it was nuts. Yeah. How long were y'all out there? Just one night or? Just one night and not even a whole night. Um, and then we also did um, the Pacific Northwest and, um, you know, a lot of it is, is, um, connected to Native American reservations. Uh, like that's, they very much go hand in hand. And we, we talked to some, uh, great tribal elders who told, told us their stories, which were just remarkable. And you come away going, those guys are not making that up. What's in it for yeah. them to talk like that? Um, yeah, so you can get, it's called the low files. We did it for A&E. And we, we have two episodes on on um, hunting for Bigfoot, which was, it was, it's super fun. Did you ever like grow up as a kid and your parents would send you out to like go camping for snipe hunting where you'd go, go click the rocks together yeah. and catch the snipe. And of course there was no snipe. It was their way of yeah. just getting you out of the campsite. Yeah. yeah, Yes. I do remember snipe hunting. Yeah. There's a little uh, bit, there's a little bit of element of snipe, modern day snipe hunting yeah. <laughs> to it, but it's so fun. Yeah. Well, you're just out. I mean, it's intense too to be out there, like at night, and uh, just how dark. It, you know, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot to take in. And then when you're out there, just always remember Australia is so far away. It's from where so you're at. far away. So far away. Just remember that there's no way anybody from Australia is going to sneak up on you. Zero chance. Now, Alaska, though, you could be up there and you could see some real stuff up there. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who wants me to go Bigfoot hunting off the five in Orange County. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I'm sorry, off the five? You mean like, is that like near Disneyland? He's like, no, no, bro, really. The five, you get back in the mountains there and there's stuff going on. I'm like, well, okay. They're that close. <laughs> they're, they're that close. Yeah. They're the opposite of Australia. They're yeah. that close. Yeah, you're always around them. That's like in Alaska, they say with grizzly bears, you're always near one, whether you know it or not. That's what they, the idea of it. Or bears, not grizzly, but bears. There's always, they're around. What's well, like Florida with alligators? Mm -hmm. I just assume if there's a body of water, there's a gator in it. Yeah. I can see going, I've had a fascination with, or lately wanting to, I, I really, I want to just go out in the middle of nowhere. Like you just want to, Everglades or, Yep. Uh, Alaska, we went on a hike, but it's like we weren't, it was a great hike. We weren't like out in the middle, but there's part of me that wants to just go. Yeah, I think you have office. to, I think you have to take a chopper properly mm -hmm. to get to the middle of the no. I think it would be 
too hard to hike into the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I think you want to get dropped off. That is true. You know, uh, and that would be fun. I mean, as long as they come pick you up, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I want like, yeah. I think there's, I'm going to have someone with me that's... Uh, well, you should do like Bear... I've had Bear Grylls on my show. You should go do like man, like one of those things, one of those reality yeah. shows where they drop you off there. You should go do yeah. that. They'd have you in a minute. I love... I'm a big Bear Grylls fan. <clears throat> uh, I watched all... Like, I, you know, I loved uh, Les Stroud, yes. Survivor Man. Yes. He did... Because uh, his Bigfoot series was... I loved it. And then they, it just went away. He got too close. I know. He got too close. The, 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 the men in black. They shut came, it down. Men yeah. in black shut it down. The CIA game. Yeah. They, yeah. We're going to, Bigfoot's going to be just, he's going to be like just at the zoo soon and no one's going to care. No one. They didn't care about yeah. aliens. Do you think they give anything a care about Bigfoot? No, they don't. Yeah, well, what is it? Like a big bear? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you see this like a bigger bear. You see this week they're over at Loch Ness doing this huge, huge, I don't know what the hell they, I mean, to me, that's where it's like, well, you guys never thought about putting sonar in the lake until now? Yeah. This is a big, a big thing for you guys, really? But apparently that they're doing something revolutionary over there in in Loch Ness this week. I I don't know what they found. But again, it'll be like, yeah, we found a plesiosaur. Turns out it's... Alive, like, oh, that's great. Next. That's like the oceans. You know, we know nothing about the ocean. No. The ocean is so big. Another thing that's so big. And you know what? You know what Australia is surrounded by? Ocean. The ocean. The ocean. That's, it's five, that's a big thing. You're flying on an airplane 500 miles an hour for 16 hours straight and you barely make it to Australia. Oh, I've been on, I've been on the flight where they, they run out of gas. So I was shooting in Melbourne. They did. You, by the way, it, it, they now have um, planes that can do it without a deal. But when I shot there in 2003, routinely, depending on on how much um, headwind there was, that you would not make it. You would have to land in Sydney. Oh, wow. I mean, that's not something. Yeah. Imagine those pilots. Like, you think, well, how are we doing, John? I don't know, man. I don't think we're going to make it. But we're going to make it to... Sydney, though, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. We'll, 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 we'll yeah. make it to Sydney. I don't want that conversation. No, that's barely getting it. That, yeah, because yeah, you want to be like, picture in America, you want them to be like, we might have to stop in Kansas. And you're yes. like, oh, well, we could stop anywhere. Yes. But Sydney, you're like, well, what's before Sydney? You're like, there's nothing. nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. Just a, lot of, just a lot of ocean. A lot of ocean. Yeah, I'm not down with that at all. But I will say, going to the middle of Australia, the dead middle of it where um, Uluru is, the stars were, I mean, that's what's really spectacular to see a, a night mm-hmm. sky with absolutely no light pollution, no nothing. Is, yeah. uh, it's, it's unlike anything you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I, I want to go see that. We were there for like three weeks and uh, when I go back, um, it's, it's like, you're going to, I'll plan some other stuff to go do. I would love to go to the middle like that. Guess what? It's a long flight. That's all. What is it? Like Alice Springs or yeah, something? Yeah, Alice Springs. Exactly. Which is yeah. one of the biggest CIA outposts in the world. It's a listening post. Oh, really? So you get off the airport there and there's Americans everywhere. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. 
So you remember the movie The Right Stuff when the when when the John Glenn is orbiting the Earth and the Aborigines are doing the ooh, ooh, that's yeah. all at Alice Springs. Oh, all right. yeah. I'm telling you, I'm like the king of trivia that nobody cares about. Just weird, like. You know where the CIA, you go, you know, the CIA is like the bears. They're always around. Yeah, You're yeah, always near they're one. They're the <laughs> that, That's our euphemism. Hey, I, I don't want to tell you, but I think we're, I'm being tracked by a bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean somebody from the CIA? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the men in black. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm looking at your um, the studio that you're in now, and I see behind you a Prairie Home Companion. I always oh, wanted yeah. to see that damn thing. Yeah, that was with uh, Chris Thal, uh, and uh, when he took over, it was one of the first ones they did. And uh, that guy is super talented. Never, uh, I've never seen. I mean, I remember when it came but when it blew up in the I want to say the early 80s everybody was talking about it and mm-hmm. what was that what was it like what what's the, what is that I mean how- uh it's just like a variety show kind of thing I mean I came out and did like I've done it a few times but you go out they they play music and then they uh I think someone might come out and talk and then I did some stand-up and then they go back to some music and and it's just on uh am radio and uh it was on forever it's, you know, so it's, yeah, everybody, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's a huge, huge thing. I still think radio is very big. I still think a lot, of, I'm still convinced like TV, regular TV and radio, I think this stuff is a lot bigger. You see it more than, you know, the, the streaming is obviously huge, but the regular network stuff and that kind of stuff, that stuff's still gigantic. It, it, it's gigantic. I mean, if you look at the numbers of like the biggest show on streaming, say Succession, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, I love. It's sort of my favorite show of the year by far. But you look at the numbers on like a show that I do for Fox, 911 Lone Star, our numbers are way bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Way. But it's so geographic. Like, you know, if I if I'm running around you know, LA, there aren't that many people talking about 911 Lone Star, but I get into the country. I get it. I was yeah. just, you know, you, you, you get out of the coast. Everybody is watching Lone Star. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it's just one of those things where 
I'm sure you see it with your comedy where audiences are so fragmented in terms of, you know, where, where they live and what they're watching and the, the circles that people are running in, it's mm. more and more siloed off. But, you know, for general population, nothing, nothing is, you know, you still can't beat um, network television and I, and probably radio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're this, uh, it's just easy to do. I mean, podcast well, is they you know that's going to be. I can see that becoming this giant. Cause which it, you'll get in your car, it's just going to start. Like you know, I think it does it now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, it's just it's 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 whatever is the easiest to do, and radio and TV are still the easiest. Like you know, I like I, we have we I've have a direct, I've had Directv forever still, and uh, but I like to go at the end of the night, like go through HBO, like just see what's on. Yeah, I almost too. want them to choose it for me. I don't want to choose what I want to watch. You know, you want to be like, oh, born, born ultimatums on, or whatever, you know, and then you're like, it's I, always, I, it's I, always I, on. It's always it's on. It's always <laughs> on. You watch it has it's halfway through. You got past the nonsense, so then you just go like, "All right, I'll jump, jump in this." Isn't it but true? Like, that's it's- what TV. You know, it's like that's some of the best parts of TV was just like, "Hey, I randomly saw this thing last night." I love scrolling. I think it might be a uh, real a real old man thing. I think. I, I, I do too. I, I, mean, I, but- I can I can just sit there and just like a like a monkey, just whoop whoop whoop, yeah. and just watch, just watch it scroll by, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Not pick one. Not pick anything. Not pick yeah. anything. Oh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I've seen it about 75 times. I could watch that. Well, Apocalypse is really good. Now I'm going to keep scrolling. Ooh, The Help. I remember seeing yeah. that or whatever the hell. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. you play it in your head. Yeah, I'll go back too. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I'll do it. Then I'll go to another, another direction. <laughs> and then I'll just come back and be like, let me make sure that yeah, let, let HBO and Showtime, like, I don't know, maybe that's something I missed. You know, let me, let me go two seconds uh, ago. I was, I've been scrolling yeah. down this whole time. Yeah. There might be other yeah. stuff if I go up. You ever seen the channels that are where they do like the 100.5 or 32.6? Yes. That, that stuff. I feel for those people that have to live with that. That's insane. Yeah. I can't even imagine that life. Can you? I, I've done it in hotels and you just or go, I'd rather just not turn the TV on. Then I don't know. You know, it's like NBC's on 33.4. And you're like, well, that's crazy. And I don't know what that means. I, I try to avoid decimal points in my life. The remote control has a decimal point because you have to put a decimal point in there. Yuck. I know. I don't know what's happening. I'm not doing that. It's a lot. I'm, I mean, there's, that's, a, that's a lot with these, you know, it's like, let's get it, let's get it together. Yeah. Let's get it together. Let's we should raise I'm, money for them. You know, um, uh, don't don't debut any of your new specials on the on the decimal channels. There was I know some guys that did some TV. There are on some weird channels where you're like, dude, nobody's like, you know, <laughs> as you're describing it to tell someone to go find it. And you just go, it's uh, all right, dude, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, I don't even you got to hook up your browser to the TV. Uh, you know, it's a whole thing. They're making it too hard to find. First of all, there's too much stuff. There's and it's too stuff. hard to find stuff. Mm-hmm. So we, you go back and watch old, like, 
I, I go back and repeat mainly. I'm only watching basically stuff I've seen before. You know, it's just something easy because it's I've, I felt uh, TV. That's why the, that's why I think networks good because like sitcoms can be these things where you're like, I don't need to be super involved. It's I can watch this and it's fun and it's funny and I can, you know, yep. where it's like a lot of shows sometimes it's like, I mean, it's this giant, it would be a, it should be a movie. But they make it a 11 episode. That's exactly right. I mean, all of the movies that I grew up loving would not be made today and they would be six part. I mean, name it, you name, go ahead and name the, the movie from the seventies that was iconic and classy. And I will say, no, today that is a limited series on streaming. It's not a movie. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't the equalizer. They just got the third equalizer, but there wasn't that. Uh, how much, how much work does it take? To, how much work does it take to equalize somebody? I don't know. A lot. I mean, equalize the world. I guess that's it. It's not just himself. He's equalizing. Yeah. But that's a TV show too now. They turned that into the show. I mean, uh, it it never ends, right? What is your favorite show right now? Uh, whatever. I, I haven't really been watching this show. I've been watching just old movies. Do you have a? Do, are you married? I am. I have a, a wife and an eleven year old daughter. Okay, so perfect. Like, I my my wife is an avid TV watcher, and the way I watch TV now is I walk through the room while she's watching it. Yeah. And I feel like I've seen 45 seconds of almost everything on television. Yeah. That's how I judge things now. It's like, yeah. I, I saw 45 seconds of that show as I walked through the room. I mean, I don't, you know think, a lot about I, don't, it. I don't think that's totally unfair. And, uh, and I would hope that you have strong opinions about it. And you, could, you would argue with someone about it and go, are oh. you out of your mind? Yeah. Absolutely. Because by the way, in 45 seconds, you can, it's, it's like random sampling. You, yeah. you, you call a random 45 seconds out of anything and you're like, oh, I learned a lot. Like, mm. like if it's really good in that random 45 seconds you're walking by, it must be great. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if it's really bad in that random 45 seconds, it must be horrible. That's the way I look at it. Prove me wrong. I I agree. I think that's a, I think that's a great way to look at something, like right, like forty five seconds in the middle of. It. Yes, same with songs. Yeah, you want to see somebody's new song? Boop, right in the middle of it. Forty five seconds. You know, you know whether you're in or not. Yeah, but that said, I want everybody to watch and listen to everything I do from start to finish. Yeah, the people are going to check into this. It's the weirdest thing, Rob. Uh, all your stuff now, people are yeah. listening for 45 seconds and they're done. Hey, well, Rob, don't. Uh, that's all everybody says. Rob, could you not maybe tell people not to watch your stuff? <laughs> you go, Rob, I don't know if you know this, Rob, but you're on TV and your business is people watching. So uh, yes. stop telling people to do that. Uh, Nate, this is great. I appreciate you, you stopping by. Um, let me know when you get out California way. Um, but I, yeah. I know, I know you're only this, this tour, it sounds like you're on is, um, you hitting the Galapagos anytime soon. Like, it yeah, feels like yeah. you're playing, like, yeah, I played Machu Picchu, played the Galapagos. I played Alaska. I played, when you, when you start playing Civilization, 
Yeah. When else just, let me, just, well, I'll be uh, I'm going to uh, I'll be at the Greek in two weeks. Or well, there you go. September. Yeah. Now, so, so it, it's all September is when it's all I'll be back to just the tour in the country. And there's no chance you've misinterpreted. It's it is actually the Greek. You're not going to Greece like you're sure about. Yeah. That. I, as of right now, it's okay. a 30 hour flight. Yeah. I thought that was a little far, <laughs> yeah. but and, uh, but they told me. They said, no, don't worry about it. They said, don't worry about it. A lot of stops. <laughs> a lot of stops. So, uh, yeah, should be good. Hey, I did want to tell you one thing. Because uh, uh, <clears throat> I heard when you were on, I heard you on Stern a long time ago about yeah. talking about being sober. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about drinking. Like, I've not drank since 2019. But wow, you talked about, God. like, your not drinking was, it wasn't like, you were just like, you just knew, you didn't know, like, how to stop at parties or, like, you went too far. And it wasn't, it wasn't this giant thing. It right. was, it, it was, and uh, I, and I stopped and I heard that and that meant uh, a ton. It was a very, like, I would listen, I listened to it, but it was nice to hear someone say, you know, just because you, it doesn't have to be just this giant, like, you know, I, I burnt my house down, right, so right. I got to stop drinking. You were like, no, I just was going to like, I, was, I didn't know how to stop going to this stuff, these parties, and you're around it all the time and all this. And it was a, but it doesn't mean you don't have a problem with it. It doesn't mean that you can't. And uh, I've always wanted thanks for that. You were not that you, was, you were oh. just talking about it, but that was, uh, it was like something I needed to hear when I heard it. Oh man, you just made my week. Yeah. I love, I love hearing that. And, you know, to your point, I always, I, I think it's easy for people to go, yeah, I had my seventh DUI, I need to stop. Like that, that's a very, very strong signal. But but there's also the notion of the of, you know, the the story of the frog who's incrementally boiled alive. Mm. Where you, where he's in a pot and you just keep turning up the the heat so much that it doesn't even notice. The next thing you know, it, it never bothered to jump out because it never yeah. noticed and it's boiled yeah. alive. That 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 is also how the how it can work. And, yeah. you know, you, if you don't get a big, big wake-up call, it doesn't necessarily mean that you might want to think about doing a lifestyle change. And that's that's what it was was for me and sounds like for you. Well, th- congrats, brother. I'm, 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 yeah. It makes me happy to hear that. Yeah, thanks, man. No, it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was wonderful to hear you say because it was someone, your stature, saying something that was a lot more relatable than, you know, because most people are going to have it like that the way we probably have it. Yep. Then just being like, yeah, because it's easy to, yeah, like I said, like it's easy to be like, wow, I've never, I don't have any DUIs. And you're like, but, you know, it's like it all just yeah. snowballing. So, yeah. So awesome. Thank you, man. Oh, that's the best. Thanks, brother. Yeah. I love hearing that. Okay, well, Nate and I are going to go to Australia now and um, hunt for Bigfoot and then find Bigfoot and have the world collectively yawn. That, that's what I've gleaned from, from our conversation. Um, thank you, Nate, for, for coming on. That was, and, and thank you for the kind words. All right, just one more thing before we end today's episode. Let's check the lowdown line. Hello, you've reached literally in our lowdown line where you can get the lowdown on all things about me, Rob Lowe, 323-570-4551. So have at it. Here's the beep. Hey, Rob. My name's Alina, and I have loved you since the first day I saw you. God knows when. We're about the same age. 
So anytime you talk about anything, I'm right there with you. And my question for you is, since you love music and you're so enamored of all these wonderful bands and singers, if you could give up your career as actor, what band would you want to be the front man for? So I would love to hear that answer. Um, I'm sure you've thought about it many times. Anyway, I uh, love you. Love your show. Thanks so much for making me laugh. Bye. Alina, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. What a great question. Look, let's face it. Everybody knows my guy is Bruce Springsteen. Uh, you know, that, I, I think that would be that would be the one. But listen, I would happily, I could happily do. I mean, you could be Mick Jagger. But I'm not Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger's Mick Jagger. I, I don't know. I'm going with Springsteen. I'm going with Springsteen and the E Street Band. That's what I'm doing. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time I've pretended to be Bruce in the shower or in the car. <laughs> Thanks for the question. Hope you guys had fun. Um, I'll see you all next week right here on Literally. You've been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe, produced by me, Nick Liao, with help from associate producer Sarah Bagar. Research by Alyssa Grawl, editing by Jerron Ferguson. Engineering and mixing by Rich Garcia. Our executive producers are Rob Lowe for Low Profile, Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and myself for Team Coco, and Colin Anderson for Stitcher. Booking by Deirdre Dodd, music by Devin Bryant. Special thanks to Hidden City Studios. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Literally with Rob Lowe. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.